You're listening to the new Mutual Audio Network. Welcome home. The following audio drama is rated PG-13 for Pretty Gory. You may experience swearing, violence, and sexual situations that you engage in often, hopefully never, and only in your dreams. Parents need to watch your children. They could learn more than you want them to. Without and within, the world was dying. Greed for gain and violence flourished. Honor and nobility were profaning, while lies and unrestrained consumption were made sacred. The light of the unconquered sun turned bloated and red, and its blood flowed freely. And mankind continued to hasten its own death. Amidst the obsidian towers, Poor-haunted wastelands and shadowed tombs of this aged world. Those who looked behind the tattered sorrows woke to the sounds of steel on steel and knew now was the time when mankind would either fall to its own insignificance or become as them beyond the boundaries of dualities. Freed from the shackles of their baseness and their forgotten nobility. Without and within, the world was dying. And among the Tatars, crimson things began to move. Broken Sea Audio Productions presents The Sword of the Crimson Tatters, Arc 1. The Sword is Forged. Chapter 2. Allegiances. Enter. My lady, the prisoners are secure. The swordsman is in the west wing of the dungeon, and the wizard is in the eastern room you specified. The mercenary is chained at the neck and arms within his cell. They will also be provided food and water shortly. Excellent, Captain. I doubt Roderick inspires much loyalty in mercenaries. It would be much easier to give them a better deal in exchange for their information than it would be to torture it out of them. My lady, may I speak freely? You may. Are you sure it is safe not gagging or chaining the sorcerer? The wards on that room are strong, and without his bones, he's no threat. Also, I'll be speaking with him presently, and my plans call for him to be treated in a more civilized manner. Yes, my lady. Is there anything else you require of me? Despite my confidence in a diplomatic solution with our prisoners, I just sent a scout out to check on a hunch of mine. 
If all goes well, Sergeant Toddla should return in a few days. Tell your soldiers, and have him brought to me as soon as he returns. Yes, my lady. Also, I want to make sure in our efforts here we haven't neglected our other duties. Have the city gates been closed and secured? I'll verify their security immediately, my lady, but yes. The ghost storm should be upon us this evening, and the gate guards have been instructed to ignore any cries for help they might hear outside the walls. Excellent. None of the storm hosts will get in if we're vigilant and don't break the wards. That'll be all, Captain. Now let's see if I can finish destroying Roderick's plans. Wake up. I'm sliding your food in. Are these chains really necessary? Orders. <sighs> Lizards chew and clean water. Not bad. For some reason, you rate the gourmet menu. Interesting. Talking to me, you evil demon spawn. I'm protected by the Harbingers. Of course you are. I'm sure they've made your life wonderful. Free from care, even. Shut your gob. The princess wants you to have food. I'd rather you starve, demon worshipper. Demon worshipper? You really are simple, aren't you? And which is it? Technically, there's a difference between spawn and worshipper. What's your name, soldier? <laughs> Frightens like a little girl, but he's not as stupid as I would have liked. <laughs> Stew with real meat in it. <laughs> Princess must be trying to woo us. A bowl, water, and just enough torchlight coming in from the hallway. Let's see what I can do with that. was just a bone man, I'd be helpless right now. But luckily I'm not. With the bowl clean, I can pour the water in and scry what the future will bring. Needs do gnaw, foes do kneel. Souls now see all truth is steel. All that's real, flaw and awe. Dark death slain by what days draw. Dark death slain by what days draw.
Did you like the food? I'm sorry we couldn't offer you more, but I wanted to show you at least a little bit of good faith. You were going to kill me, probably damning my souls in the process with those silics. Why try and show me good faith now? That was before I saw you and your sorcerer in action. I'd say that you passed my test, but honestly, I had no idea that you were more than just one of Roderick's low-life thugs. Now, I'd rather have you on my team. Once I'm done with this mission, I'd be happy to have you as a client. I don't think you understand. The only way you're going to complete your current mission is if you retrieve the crown from me. I'll reward you in ways that Roderick could never dream of. I thank the gods he never would. Look. I admit my loyalty to that foppish idiot only extends as far as my pay, but I'd never work again if I started getting a reputation for betraying my clients. And there are only so many lines I'm willing to cross. Life is uh, ambiguous enough as it is. Professional ethics. Interesting. Solorak, is that your given name or is it an assumed one? I was born with it. Born nobility then? I'm assuming a fairly minor family. We weren't peerage, if that's what you mean. Just establishing your breeding and character. Let me lay it out plainly then, and you can decide what your honor will allow. Roderick betrayed me, and I will not let him achieve any goal that I can stop. I will not let you or him get the Emperor's crown unless you get it for me. I don't know whether or not it will help rebuild the Empire, but he's not going to get it. If you aid me, I will pay you more than Roderick agreed to, and I will provide you with more work in the future. If you don't aid me willingly, and tell me where Roderick thinks the tomb is, I will torture it out of you before killing you and feeding your remains to the jackals outside these walls. That's very clear. Thank you. I'll give you some time to think about it. When I return, I will act upon whatever course of action you choose. I hope it will be one we can both benefit from. Hey, um, may I ask you a question? Yes? The principalities have a common standing law against sorcery. Why were you working with that sorcerer? Like I said, Roderick betrayed me, and in the process it became very clear that the princes do not respect a rival princess. I will not be at a disadvantage, and I will use whatever assets I have to win. Consider my offer carefully, warrior. Dark death slain by what days draw. Dark death slain by what days draw. Let's see what the water has to reveal. Why, Princess Lodan, you flatter me with your attentions. And Lorak. It's possible you're a lot more interesting than you seem. Hmm. This whole situation might be a more important nexus than I thought. Let's push a little farther. Now this is interesting. Praise the tatters. But first things first. They really think these back alley wards are effective? All I need is a bit of my own blood. Hmm. This bowl's coming in very handy. Now, let's see if I can find an ally. Naked now, needing aid. 
gain gifted to the unafraid. All repaid, solemn vow. White, lend your way to aid me now. White, lend your will to aid me now. What the? Lorak, we need to get you out of here. Agreed, but who are you and why are you helping me? You don't remember me, do you? Believe me, I, I remember a beauty who can wield a sword like you. Who are you? It was almost ten years ago now. I was eight. Kavita? Kavita! By the Harbingers, what are you doing here? Where's your father? He's been dead three years. An assassin got him. Damn. I'm sorry, little bird. Little bird. No one's called me that in years. King Alderac. The one who hired the assassin sold me into slavery. Lodan's chancellor bought me, and I've been a servant here ever since. Come on, let's go. That adds another thing Alderac has to pay for. You sound like you have a plan. Tell me you have a plan. I do. I've planned for a long time, but haven't had any real opportunities. When I saw you and that sorcerer brought in today, I knew I had to act fast. You're the only real hope of escape I've had. Let me put this leather brigandine on. Not a bad sword, either. Huh. Hmm. Like it. Lodan equips her men well enough. <laughs> hey, Mike, the princess wants extra guard, so she sent us down. This isn't good. No, no, it is. <laughs> Simon, go raise the alarm. The three of us will take care of these two. Kavita, stop him! I'm on it. Three against one. This will be a decent warm-up. Come on! Two to one. <laughs> you boys aren't very good at this, are you? Big talk, loser. Not very good at banter either. Ah, my back! Please! What kind of a coward are you? I don't want to die! Pick up your fucking sword! Please! Just let me go! And I promise to- That's more like it, you mother pus bucket! Don't make me kill you! If you give up now, maybe Loden will only have you whipped! Ha! Maybe if I bring you in, she'll let me hold the whip- You talk too much. They didn't give you much trouble. <sighs> Looks like you took care of Salmon. No problem. Looks like loading up the guards tonight. <sighs> We'd better expect more. <sighs> yeah, 
Come on, let's hurry. So, do you know where she's holding the sorcerer? Yes. I planned our escape so that his sail is on the way. I have someone loyal to me who will have horses by the gates. The storm might be a problem, though. The storm? Yes. There are... things... in the storm. But it might cover our tracks as well. What about the guards? There aren't that many, but we'll have to fight our way out once we rescue your friend. All right, then. White, lend your way to aid me now. White, lend your will to aid me now. Ah, hello, little brother. Here, drink of my blood and may it make you strong. I better clean up this mess. Now, quickly, little spider. I feel that we only have a few moments. Crawl into my sleeve and make sure you stay out of the way so that I don't crush you. That's it. Good evening, Magus. Evening already. How time flies. Please, don't let the sword intimidate you. I don't plan on using it. I just don't want you to get any ideas. I trust you've been as comfortable as the situation permits. I do appreciate the lack of chains. And the food was surprisingly good for dungeon fare. You've been imprisoned before. Unfortunately. I also appreciate your honesty about me being imprisoned. At least you didn't insult me by calling me your guest. I would rather have you as my guest, but I don't want to be premature in our relationship. Indeed. And there is the not inconsequential inconvenience of you ruining my poor Diderac. You're as mysterious as you are beautiful, Your Highness. What could possibly convince a ruler of one of the principalities to form alliances, excuse me, relationships with sorcerers? Isn't that strictly forbidden? Let's just say that some of us believe the dogma and propaganda more than others. And some of us see opportunity in what is forbidden. I've provided healing drafts for people who thought along those lines. Social diseases can be nasty. <laughs> you aren't exactly what I expected. I've known a few sorcerers, and you are calm without access to your magic and surprisingly funny and charming. And unlike lesser men, I'm not as susceptible to flattery by women either. That's too bad. I didn't say you should stop. <laughs> You're intriguing. I'll put it to you plain then, and your response to my proposition will determine what sort of relationship we'll be having. I'm listening. I've offered your partner a... Uh, employer. Excuse me? Employer. I wouldn't call us partners. Whatever. I've offered Lorak the opportunity to retrieve the crown for me. Before I get to my main proposition to you, I want to know if you have the information I need in case his honor continues to get in the way of my plans. Sorry, Princess. Like I said, I'm not his partner, and he only tells me what I need to know. Oh well, no matter. The main offer I wish to put to you is this. As you've lost me my sorcerer, I'm in need of another, and it seems that if you accept, I'll be better off with someone of your caliber than I was with poor Diderac. What does the job entail? Anything I need that your sorcery can accomplish. I've heard rumors that in addition to being a bone master, you were also initiated into the ways of the Crimson Tatters. You have interesting intelligence. Is it incorrect 
No, it's correct. I've been beyond the tattered sorrows. Hmm. You just keep seeming better and better, Axelrak. The tatters are something I don't know enough about. As my master always said, knowledge is the first half of victory. What's the other half? I think it involved a battle axe. <laughs> but what I really want for my sorcerers is training. I know I didn't start early enough to become very accomplished, but any power I can gain interests me. Hmm, I see. And in exchange, I can be very appreciative. And even loving. Unless you aren't interested in what I have to offer. Oh, I'm interested. Believe me, that's a very enticing offer. I'm even willing to give you a sample, in good faith. Uh, uh. If you swear upon the Crimson Tatters that you agree to this mutually beneficial working arrangement. All right. I swear swear upon the nine tatters that dwell beyond the angles of sorrow that you and I will definitely work together towards our common goals. Excellent. I'm sorry, my dear. I, I didn't quite catch that. What? What did you do? Here, let me help you to the cot before my little spider's poison fully paralyzes you. You liar! You! I did not lie. We will be working together, and hopefully as intimately as you wanted. Although I understand that I did just completely ruin the mood. Ah, thank you, my little friend. You were perfect. Now escape before things get even more hectic. As I was saying, you were definitely someone I want as an ally, but my terms are just a little bit different than yours. I think you'll find them even better in the long run, though. What... what are you do? Don't worry. I'm just borrowing your sword and scabbard. Oh, and your dagger. I'm not taking any liberties or anything. You are beautiful, though. I would have loved to have explored pleasure with you. But I just couldn't see a way to make that happen. The window of opportunity was just too small. Ah, mustn't forget the keys. You'll... you'll... never... never... Never get away with this? Indeed, you would be right if I didn't have some friends showing up right about... now. Hmm, this could be bad. Ah, there they are. We need to... What? Evening, boss. Why is the princess twitching on your cot? And why do you have a sword? Poor girl just can't hold her venom. And I thought I might need a sword. You know how to use one? Enough to hurt others more than myself with it. Slit her throat and let's leave. Oh, no. She's far too important to hurt permanently. She'll most likely be paralyzed until tomorrow, which will give us enough time to get away. Then let's go. Just one moment. Princess Lodan, I was honest about our arrangement, and just to give you something in good faith, I'll let you in on something about the tatters. But I need to whisper it to you. Meet again, princess, after that's finished incubating in your mind. 
So, what's the plan? Sword of the Crimson Tatters, Arc 1, Episode 2, Allegiances, was written and created by Lothar Tuppen. Featured in the cast was Robert Lang as the introduction narrator, Janet Deiter as Princess Lodan, Elaine Barrett as the Adaran Captain of the Guard, Ian Reed of Fire and Ice as the Adaran Jailer, Bill Holweg as Lorak, Lothar Tuppen as Axelrak, Danica Deiter Tate as Kavita, Tim Presel as The Guard, and Galen Deiter-Tate as Salmon. The opening theme music was Global, Local, Personal, from the album World in Flames, and Sinestra from the album The Fall of Ragnaros, both by the Celestial Aeon Project. Closing music was Far Away, from the album Fable, also by the Celestial Aeon Project. All other music by Lothar Tuppen. Sound design, direction, and mastering by Lothar Tuppen. This presentation, as well as the scripts and characters therein, is copyright 2014 to Lothar Tuppen, and this recording is released under a Creative Commons 3.0 attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives license. All other rights are reserved. Come back for episode 3 when Lorak, Axelrak, and Kavita do their best to escape both Adar and the approaching Ghost Storm. Only from Broken Sea Audio Productions. magical world where goths and preps are set against one another. One girl must fight to keep her world centered around her. Hi, my name is Ebony Darkness Dementia Raven Way, and I have long ebony black hair. That's how I got my name. With purple streaks and red tips that reaches my mid-back and icy blue eyes like limpid tears. And a lot of people tell me I look like Amy Lee. I'm a vampire, but my teeth are straight and white. I have pale white skin. I'm also a witch, and I go to a magic school called Hogwarts in England, where I'm in the seventh year. I'm 17. I'm a goth, and I wear mostly black. But when she meets the boy of her dreams... Hi. Hi. Things get complicated. And where do you go? Joel is so fucking hot. What's wrong? Hey, it's okay. I don't like him better than you. Really? Bonds are formed. And my name's Harry Potter, although most people call me vampire these days. 
a surprise. Come on. Yes, Draco, take them all off. Oh, Draco! Oh, Draco! Ebony! What's that on your arm? Just a tattoo. Why? A black heart with an arrow through it? Gothic. Wait, and it says vampire? You bastard! Danger lurks in dark places. Ebony, thou must kill Vampire Potter. Voldemort, no! Thou must. If thou dost not, then I shall kill thy beloved Draco. Will this girl be able to stop it? I had a vision. It was so real. What? Draco? Where is he? Voldemort has him in chains. Or will she be too late? Gee, no! My fucking scar hurts! <sighs> Draco's in trouble. We need to move now! Draco, we need to get Professor Dumbledore. I can confess, Ebony, that I don't give a damn about Draco. Voldemort can have him, especially after his appalling behavior in school. Besides... I never liked him anyway. Now, a battle must be fought. Expelliarmus! No, my gun's better. Die, you fucking prep! <laughs> no! My lord! Here, Trigo. Let me help you. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And love realized. Ebony, I love you. And the only girl for me is you. I don't care what these posers think. You're the most beautiful girl in the world. Before I met you, I used to want to commit suicide all the time, but now I just I want to bay with you. I fucking love you. That's the most romantic thing I've ever heard. OMFG, Draco, you're so sexy. Oh my god. Tiffany, that was so lame. What an emo boy. Shut up, poser bitch. The odds remain against her. I have looked into my tarot cards and my crystal ball. I see dark times ahead, Ebony. There is only one solution which seems logical. What's that? Going back in time, of course. But her will is strong. Hi, I'm Ebony Ray, the new student. Just transferred, actually. You are? The name's Tom. Some people call me Satan. What house are you in, by the way? I'm in Slytherin. The best one, in my opinion. Same one. It's my favorite house, too. Will she stay true to her purpose? See those guys cutting over there? Yeah, Tom's friends with the sexy eyeliner. Why? I'm in a band with them. We're playing tonight at the Marilyn Manson show as backup. Care to join? Why not? Or will time run out?
This one's dedicated to my very good friend, Tom Riddle. Love you, Tom. Mwah. Well, if you wanted honesty, that's all you had to say. I never want to let you down or have you go. It's better off this way for all the dirty looks, the photographs your boyfriend took. Remember when you broke your foot from jumping out the second floor? I'm not okay. I'm not is near. Heaven. <coughs> Don't die. Stay with me. Just breathe. I'm sorry, but it's just something I had to do in order to fulfill my noble duty as <coughs> gothic very soon. But wait. Ebony, you're alive. I have to go back, Draco, to finish this for real this time. But you did. No, Ebony, no. Don't fucking do this. I'm sorry. I have to. There may be just a little more time. Take my hand. I want to show you something. What? Time to fight. Where are we? The future. I used a time turner. Hey, Ebeneers, that he who must not be named. What? <laughs> but when the war is upon her... Will she stay alive? This is your final chance, Ebony! Kill Vampire! And what if I kill you instead? Then do it! If you have the nerve, use your wand and kill me, girl! Avada Kedavra! My Immortal, a Harry Potter fanfic. Coming soon to Lightning Bolt Theatre of the Mind. Lightningbolt.podbean.com This is Jake Sampson, Monster Hunter. I don't always listen to old-time radio or podcast audio dramas. But when I do, I prefer BrokenSea.com. Stay listening, my friends. Hey everyone, it's Mark from Leap Audio. I'm here to tell you about something really exciting. July 24 through 26 of 2020, Halifax, Nova Scotia, we are gathering together in the world's first international modern audio drama convention and family reunion. Inspired in part by the living, loving memory of our dear friend Bill Hallwake, we're bringing together writers, producers, actors, and our fans 
for workshops, seminars, and even live performances. So join us, won't you? Go to madcon.com. That's www.mad-con.com for more information. I hope to see you in Halifax in 2020.